You are listening to Primal Radio, the podcast dedicated to combat sports, martial arts, self-defense, and the warrior mindset. And here are your hosts from Hamilton, New Jersey, Jim McCann, and London, England, Tom McGrath. Primal Radio, I'm Jim McCann. I'm here with Tom McGrath and Nialana. How are you doing, guys? Maintaining. Great, Jim. Maintaining. Alana has made her return. She was out last week uh, due to... Uh, 19th century pneumonia. <laughs> 19th century pneumonia. Yes, it's what? true. So it's uh, true. let's hear. So let's. What's this explanation? Why were you out? What happened? Okay. Well, I. You see, I. I used to go to Italy and spend quite a lot of time in small villages. You yeah. Know, to maintain fluency, like one does. Oh, uh, Tom, have you ever been to Italy to maintain <laughs> fluency? What? Fluency. Small. Not for villages. that reason. No. <laughs> no. 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 But but they have things to say about you, Brits. So anyway, and the Americans. But but uh, so yes, yeah, so I was living in a palazzo from the like 18th century. It's not nearly as glamorous as it sounds. No. And they were like doing renovations upstairs, and they were dislodging, God knows what was used to make 18th and 19th century palazzos, and a lot of pigeon shit. And so if you inhale a lot of that for like six weeks and you chain smoke like mad, you might get pneumonia and it might never go away and might come so back. It's chronic. Like, yep. So, so. The, the lesson is don't smell pigeon shit and smoke a lot of cigarettes. No, inhale. Oh, smoke. Inhale. Oh, I, I thought you said smoke pigeon no, shit. No, no, inhale. And uh, it was passive inhalation. It was not by it choice. It was passive inhalation. That's, I've never heard that. That's a, second, <laughs> that's a fancy word for secondhand smoke. Yeah. But anyway, so you, so now you were sick in bed for what? A week? Well, yeah, 10 days. Theoretically, I'm not even here right now. But yeah. uh, No, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah. well yeah, true. And then you made it out. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. Glad, to, glad to have you back. And so now you know, glad Tom. Because to Tom was concerned. Oh. He I said, was. Yeah, I, I, I heard was. The, I heard the she heard, she heard the show. And uh, he, yes. she, he, <laughs> yeah. So Tom uh, sent his best wish. Anyway, so we're back. Um, Couple things going on um, at Prama Gym, and we have a, a, a guest today, which we'll get to shortly. Sitting here quietly, an old friend of mine. But um, in this past week, um, we actually uh, signed a contract to promote uh, a fight with um, the WBF, which is World Boxing Foundation, where my fighter scrap holds the world 141 pound title, and. Um, We'll be defending that title January 20th at Primal Gym. I am partner, partnered up with NFF Boxing Promotions as well, so it's a dual promotion. Uh, so my fighter, Scrap Chenard Bunch, will be on the card, a bunch of other local amateur fighters. And then we've also secured, I'm not sure that I mentioned this last week, on Evan Holyfield. Did I mention that, Tom, last week? You did not. Okay. Evan Holyfield is Evander, the real deal Holyfield's son. He will be fighting for the 152-pound uh, vacant title for the uh, WBF. So he will be there. We're going to have several guest celebrities, uh, boxers and fighters and stuff that will be there for the show. I can't make the announcement on those yet because it's not 100% official and everything can go to, to you know, fall apart. But anyway, so that's really exciting. So we'll be in our new gym in the next week or so. And then January 20th, a real big event. We'll probably have you know 500 people there. Uh, there'll be food, beer, and uh, you know, our celebrity guests and so on and so forth. It'll be a fantastic way to kind of break in the new building. So that's what was happening after I left here last week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then I had to kind of flesh out the details with the other promoter. You know, I got to figure who's doing what and where the money goes and all the official particulars, as they say. And uh, it's good. I'm pretty excited about it. It'd be the biggest, one of the biggest promotions. I've done, I used to do MMA promotions a number of years ago. And on a side note with the Primal Promotions is we're going to be doing probably six MMA events next year as well. So that uh, we'll, we'll get the official announcement on when we're going to have the dates set. The, the dates are served up to the State Athletic Commission, and they deny it or accept it. And then we can let everyone know when those fights will, will take place. So it'll be amateur MMA in the state of New Jersey. So that was my week. And you know, getting the gym ready and painting and doing whatever it is I do. Speaking of which, now, <clears throat> so out here, I'm sure you have this in the UK, we had to wait for the electric company uh, to come in and turn on the gas. Well, <laughs> funny. they're the gas and electric company. So they set an appointment because the gas meter's off at the new building. There's no heat in that building right now. Right now in, in Jersey, I know it's 40 degrees. The last couple of days, it's been like 20 degrees. Or, and uh, set an appointment to give you a four-hour window, and a four-hour window in which they come by and turn on the gas. All right, so I sat there four hours yesterday, 
and I was doing whatever I needed to do. I did have work to do, so it wasn't terrible. I called them after the appointment window had left, and they said, well, you know, our guys are busy, and maybe they got caught up. Like, very matter of fact, I was pretty pissed off. But you can't do anything about it. You can't fight them because I can't buy the gas and the electric from anyone else. So they asked me if I would like to reschedule it. At which time I said, well, look, what, why can't you just give me a shorter window? You guys dropped the ball on this. I'm here doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and you guys didn't show up. So we scheduled the appointment for this morning between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m., which I couldn't be there because I was busy at uh, the original Primal Gym. And I just got a call from uh, the person who was waiting there for the past four hours and said, they still haven't shown up. So I called the company again and said, well, you know, you guys aren't here yet. Well, they still have 15 minutes. So I said, well, what's going to happen? What do I have to do after they don't show up in 15 minutes? So maybe while we're here on the air, I'll get that call and you can hear me. (laughs) My head explode because it's very frustrating. There's nothing you can do about it. I think think we should have a segment like, Uh, you know, master martial artists then almost send people. Almost send people. They're just like us. No, we're not. No, no. We've just we've just heard you soliloquize about waiting for a window for gas and electric. I think that we can safely say you've entered banality from from really exciting shit to the the, the gas and electric. It's getting to. That's why you're almost in and not in. Almost in. Fuck. Ooh. I'm working on it. Okay, I just had to let that go. Well, yeah. Look, we can have our moments too. You know, we're still mortal. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you told me. That's it. So, Tom, I just anyway. So, um, last week, Tom, any feedback on? what happened last um, week on the show from you? No, no, not, not no, a lot, actually. No one said anything. <laughs> Nobody listened. Me and you, we didn't have a guest. I, mean, I thought it was a great show. It was much better than talking about your utilities problems. Yeah, think that's so. true. I'm trying, to, I'm oh, trying to steer it away from that. No, that you was see, pretty interesting. You know, can't, can't. And here's Guys, help me. Can we get that call on air? Yeah, well, I can't wait for us to get that really call. Right. Oh, it would be good. Because I almost put the phone call on the air when I was calling him up trying to schedule this, which would have been... Ma- maddening. Next week, we're going to have Verizon and the phone company. The, right, the phone. Oh, they're <laughs> they're the devil. Dun, dun, they they are. It's it's rather exciting. But anyway, um, so last week was a good show. I had I had fun. We were just BSing about a bunch of different things. Um, but anyway, so let's get to our this week's guest. So this is our first American guest. <laughs> so everybody so far has been from the UK, right? Um, That's yeah. Like- if Johnny Mac's Irish, but yeah, they're all, 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 from, all from the UK. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking Irish. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. So anyway, so uh, today's a guest. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Watson was it live from uh, Tokyo, wasn't he? He was live from Tokyo, but he's, he's still yeah, from the So UK. we've had Japan, Ireland, yeah, the all Island. over the world, global. We are a global force. Sorry, I'll cut you off there, Jim. Carrey no, no, Carrey. please. No, it's right. So anyway, so today's guest is a self-defense expert. An old friend of mine, we've been training together for a, quite a number of years. Uh, our guest today is Mike Austin, who's the owner of Never Surrender Self-Defense and, and Drop Him. And he's uh, a really entertaining guy, real great martial artist. And let me welcome Mike. How you doing, buddy? Uh, doing all right. I'm, I'm going to start by saying I've been up for 20 hours at this point. Tw- so. Has it been 20 don't, hours? Oh, yeah, so don't expect much today. Oh, well, <laughs> we we have a very low bar for our guests. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> That's great. So how I know Mike? So Mike, I, I, I knew him. I used to train at a gym in Pennsylvania. And Mike would, uh, I'd see him pass by and he would uh, bring his kids to the to the little karate class that were was there by another instructor at this facility. And Mike peeked his head in a couple of times, but Mike is really into the hand-to-hand combatives aspect of the martial arts and not into wrestling and the other stuff, you know, the sport aspect of it as much. And uh, so what had happened is every time he seemed to peek his head in, we were wrestling or something like that or doing jiu-jitsu or boxing, and Mike kind of just, right, you dismissed me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, pretty so much. pretty much all those guys obviously don't don't know what they're doing. And I, how did I convince you to come down? Do you remember? No. Ah, well, it wasn't that memorable. Whatever I said, maybe was it when Tackett came or Hawk? No, it was before that. But was it? Uh, I think you were in there talking about your electric company or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you could just hear crickets. Like yeah, yeah <laughs> but it was somehow <laughs> somehow I convinced Mike to come and train, and then uh, he's yeah. been around ever since. So Mike. 
He um he was a decorated police officer. He's a retired police officer, which kind of touched on that uh, topic now. And started a company, Never Surrender Self-Defense, which is essentially what, Mike? Um, pretty much uh, we go out to uh, different locations and businesses, um, go right into their business and teach them about active shooters or hand-to-hand combat or wow. uh, de-escalation techniques. Uh, we do a lot of women's assault prevention training. Yes, you do. Things like that. Yeah. And we sell weapons. Yeah, and the other company is is he owns another company called Drop Him, D R O P H I M, and essentially what that is self defense, whatever you can sell. Probably nothing, none of this stuff, Tom. I bet you can sell in the UK. We're gonna go. No, look. I, I went through the website in detail yesterday. There's some really great stuff on there. I mean, <laughs> like very impressive. But yeah, you're right, Matt. Vast majority of it wouldn't be uh, legal in this country, which well, is ridiculous. It, it is, but um, Mike started, and that company's doing great, right? Oh yeah, we're selling all over the country. We uh, get online sales every day. What is so? What is Drop Him? It just uh, it's online store dropham.com. You can buy everything from pepper spray, stun guns, tasers, tactical gear, uh, handcuffs, tack vests. Um, what you got it pulled up in front of you? What else we got? Pepper spray, keychains, key, yeah, self defense keychains. Yep. Lots of stun guns, safe slot. Wow, all kinds Dave's of cool stuff. It is, and so and then so people oh, and we got that thing over there. You can jump off a uh, like a twenty five story building and uh, repel down with it. What's that? That lifesaver thing on the left of the screen. Sky right saver. Sky saver. There you so, go. So wait. So I can. So if I'm up in a building. Yep. Put it on like a backpack and jump out the window. Why the, would I do that? You should probably hook the cable to something in the room before oh. you jump. Well, you kind of <laughs> left that part out. I mean, just because I, I just got for you. I've got my own backpack. I don't know what you're. So what would I hook that to? So if I was going to use this thing, uh, find a solid anchor point in somewhere in the uh, room you're in. So if you're, it's a room you're going to be in all the time, like an apartment. Right. You can actually install an anchor point. If not, if it's a hotel or something like that, you just need to wow. find something that would hold your body weight as wow. it lowers you down. Nine hundred bucks. Yes. You should be selling these as packages to schools in America. In America, oh, he lives. You know, what, what building? Is your uh, well, you know, just there's, there's big two-story buildings that they have in schools. They do. Uh, well, hey, you haven't you wanted to get out? <laughs> I've wanted to throw the kids out. <laughs> I wanted to. So, well, anyway, so, so one way or another, it's I looked at that one right? yesterday and I couldn't work out what it was. Like I, I thought maybe it was a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> A two-story parachute. General package, not that just be, that. Do you think okay. the parachute, you know, Tom, could open that fast if you jumped out of a second-story building? You'd probably hit the limited. dirt. I just couldn't work it out. I saw. I, I could see like it had like sort of mountaineering clips, but you can't. The name doesn't allude to what it. It doesn't. Does. It's a bad name. Who is this? Your name or is this what it? No, no, you can bash the name. I didn't come up with the name. No, you didn't. Quiz quit on Finnem. All right, right. That's funny. So let's so let's go. So Mike, before we met Thompson, Mike is an accomplished martial artist. You've trained and for years. When, when did you uh, start your training in, in martial arts self defense? Was it? Uh, well, like most little kids, I did like a. I mean, I think it was a taekwondo. Or Man, every kid does back, that. Yeah, way yeah. back when. But I got serious then when I started working up at Rutgers University for their police department back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. A place called Modern Warrior. They were based out of Long Island, New York. Uh, undercover cops had a, a training program. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so they were doing like uh, undercover stings in subways and things like that. Yeah. So I went and started training with them. And that was kind of the difference. Um, yeah, I noticed the difference between what martial arts was versus combatives. So, so you went so after the Taekwondo, that was just a little kid. Yeah, stuff. it was just a kid thing, but uh, it was really the um, you know, the training with the guys from the, the undercover units in, in New York. That uh, why we, were they out in Jersey doing this at Rutgers? Which is uh, uh, back then, Modern Warrior they they would have instructors come out, and a couple of the um, Rutgers cops were actually their instructors. So I would train with those guys over in New Brunswick. Oh wow! Which actually they they were based out of New York, so. New Brunswick to, uh, to New York is like a stone throw away. Half hour, yeah, half right. hour train ride. So anybody could go into this class, or is this something that you? Um, they were, I believe, they were just law enforcement. You had to be in some type of law enforcement back then to, to train with them. So Rutgers police is yeah, Rutgers considered, police. Yeah, actually, considered law enforcement. They're actually, yeah, actually, it's a state university, so they have full state police powers. Oh, oh, so I didn't know that. Again. Yeah. Would public safety at Princeton count? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm asking. I'm just curious. I'm just, they, probably, like, they probably would. I don't know. I'm not associated with Modern Warrior. I'm not even sure if Modern Warrior is still around. Yeah. Um, right. it, was, it was like 28 I, years ago or something right. like that. So. They were around. I don't remember. So Princeton okay. has its own security force? Yeah, public safety. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> and they have and they have little they have little lanterns that you call if you feel unsafe. Uh, well, do they? So they come up and they put a little safe zone around you, in case you've been offended. When I was in graduate school, there was a case of a of a male graduate student in engineering who would steal the, the who would break in and steal the panties of of certain profile undergraduates and keep them in his little male or female box. He would. St- it was a male. No, I figured yeah, that. Yeah, 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 but yeah. would he steal male panties or female? No, panties? Well, male. How many pa- men do you know wear panties? panties. <laughs> hey, it's you never know in this world. They're called We're tights. Not- They're called tights. <laughs> men in tights. It's called CrossFit. Okay, CrossFit. so I'm oh, sorry. Um, but no, no, he would. You know, these, these, these. Like usually, you know, they were these poor, like Asian students in engineering, he would go to their dorm rooms and he would steal their panties. Did they figure out why it was Asian kids in engineering that he did this? There had to be something behind it. Well, I have no idea. I, I really did not like delve into his soul. I never met him. I just happened to live in the same, you know, kind of graduate housing yeah. that he did. So we're like, wow. oh my God, there's that guy. There's that guy. Before he was taken away to prison. Yeah, how do you live that one down? You were the guy known as the one stealing engineers' <laughs> panties. Oh, and also inappropriately putting bodily fluids on people by accident. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. crazy. Anyway. So you need public safety. Anyway, no. never mind. Well, well, that was a little deviation. So, so after Rutgers, <laughs> Mike, how long you were Rutgers I'm, for how long? I'm sure but Princeton appreciates you sharing that story. <laughs> we do. We do. How long were you at it Rutgers for, Mike? Um, I don't know, about four or five years, and then I moved down to a, become a cop down PA. What, how'd you, so you were looking to get out of that job? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to stay there. It was a little too... Uh, liberal for me up there it was a little too 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 yeah so it was it wasn't for you and then you found the one in uh, pennsylvania yeah pennsylvania down pretty much levittown pa levittown P- just, that's just, where out, you're... just outside of philly it's actually middletown township but uh yeah yeah everyone knows levittown so right right so and, and then that's you... where the fun was that's where was there a lot of action in levittown or? oh yeah i've had a couple people try and stab me and take my gun away from me and nice all kinds of good stuff yeah right you would think because it's not it's not a, a metropolis but it's a nah, it's just it's outside a of philly, suburb though. of philly so it, a lot yeah. of so. A lot of action goes on. Now, and you were on the job how long before you ended up leaving? Uh, I was there about six years when I got hit by a drunk one night. So yeah. that ended that. that. Right. So this is – so you were – if I, you know, I know you related the story to me. You were uh, – what, at a traffic light or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I stopped at a traffic light. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like 7.30 in the morning on a Sunday, and the guy was uh, – 7.30 in the – I yeah. didn't realize it was 7.30 in the Yeah, morning. the guy was twice the legal limit, 7.30 on a Sunday morning. Wow. And, uh, yeah, he was doing about 40 when he hit me. No so, kidding. Yep, crushed two discs in my neck and uh, so the, put me out of commission. For how was the car? I'm not uh, trying. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't want a guy. No, I mean, <laughs> typical guy question. Yeah. Yeah. How was the car? Uh, well, I, I drove a full size, like Ford. Like the big one. Yeah, 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 it was it was know? a truck. I, I drove a police truck. Oh, wow. So, uh, that might have saved you a little. No? Oh, yeah, he smashed it enough so the back door, the back tailgate yeah. wouldn't open. I mean, he pushed up the bumper enough so he couldn't wow. get the tailgate open. So, so it was a real truck. It yeah, it was, yeah, it was a full-size truck that wow. I used to drive. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he nailed me pretty good. So. Were you able to get out of the car right away, or were you unconscious? Oh, yeah. oh no, I was. So you were hyped up. I was pissed, yeah. You wanted to shoot him. Yeah, I got out and spoke to him. Really? Yeah, sort of. Spoke Do you remember him. this conversation? Oh yeah, I pretty much yelled at him. Oh, we, no, <laughs> I, I, mean, I didn't know if you were, you had banged your head no, so hard. I, that I, you... I remember that. I actually got out. I was directing traffic, and uh, my <laughs> sergeant, and, uh, <laughs> came up and the sergeant. Yeah, you know, I called it into the sergeant. And said, "Yo, you need to get out of here. I got hit." Yeah, and he comes up and tells me, "Yeah, you need to go to the hospital." So I went to the hospital and right. You drove yourself to the hospital. Yeah. Wow. So suck it up. And uh, what, why didn't they not call an ambulance and just have you checked out? What was that? That was seems because like a big miss. We're not pussies. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we're anxiously awaiting the call of PSE and G. Yeah. Gas yeah. and electric yeah. for Jim here. No, sorry. To make it very exciting. Yeah. So then you go you drive to the hospital, you walk in and say, Hey, I got an accident. Yeah, you know, typical emergency room. They give you right. an ice pack and a ibuprofen and tell you to go home. So wow. Went home. Actually I went back to headquarters, started doing some paperwork. Um What a trooper. And then like two hours into it, the the pain was just like through the roof. So right. I told my sergeant, yo, I'm going home for the day. I'll see you tomorrow. And that was it. I got up the next morning. My arms didn't work. No kidding. Yeah. What, so what do you mean? So you got up, you're like they were asleep? My or? arm, yeah. It's like as if you ever fall asleep on your arm. Oh, both both arms were like that, and they would just like flop on my sides. No kidding. Yeah, it crushed uh, C5 and 6 and 6 and 7. Crushed, actually like ruptured the discs Wow. The so, and you had, after you had the little bit of pain, you went home. Would you take some ibuprofen or something? Yeah, I just took something, went and laid down right. and... Yeah, it was a. Yeah, that, it, was, it was a lot worse than I thought. They, uh, sure. Apparently, I had a pretty good con- uh, concussion too. That wow. We didn't. So realize. when you woke up and you couldn't feel your arms moving, what? Like, did you say, "Hey, to your wife, or uh, this is not right"? Yeah. Then I started going to like, more. Do- yeah, more yeah. doctors and getting more. Uh, yeah. And it, from there, it was like a year of 
rehab, going to all, doctors all over the place. Oh, is this PSENG calling? No, it's not. Right. No, nah, that wasn't oh, that. Wow. <laughs> that would have a funny call. But, Playing um, with bated breath. So, so then you were Meanwhile. Out, right, you were you were getting rehabbed. They were doing everything to get you back into shape. Not able to work out. You lose weight, gain weight. Oh no, they were shooting my neck full of steroids. So really? I, yeah, I put on I put on like probably twenty thirty pounds. Really? Yeah. And then what I they, finally gave up what they were telling me and just started working out and doing said, my own thing. And then so. as a result of this, you had to. Yeah, retired. We don't have uh, partial duty at our department, yeah. so either you're cleared for duty or you're not. There's no. And in-between. you weren't cleared because you were. Yeah, I couldn't get cleared because, uh, yeah, my hand was going to fall asleep. So right, right. You couldn't put your gun. Yep, that, that was the concern. Is you know, I, down there you get in fights all the time. I mean, you're pulling your gun out every week. Wow. No, exact. Every week you got your gun out. You're getting in a fight. So it was just too high of a risk of you know me right. pulling my gun in my hand going to. Falling asleep or something. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. With your arm. With it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they figured it was time yeah. to retire. So right, right. I retired from that. So why just so what you just because of the stops you had to, the the situation made you uh, have to pull your gun. You, what was the first time you pulled your gun on someone? What was it? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, actually, I was still in training. Um, wow. Well, so right off the shoot. Oh yeah, I was still in the ride along program. Ride along. Uh, so ride along is you're just kind of yeah, you get out of the academy. On yeah, the job you, you get hired. You're on train. You, you're train. Yeah. You know, you're riding with an experienced officer. Right. Um, went to a open door call. Turns out we had two guys in there. You know, burglarizing a house. Yeah. And uh, one guy just got out for murder. He just got out of prison. Wow. And uh, yeah, we had to take him down in the house. And uh, that's that's the first like street fight as a cop where guns are out. Right. And uh, yeah, it was. It was that was pretty intense. It was time stopped. Were you nervous? Going what the? F- you know what? Now after the fact, I, I kind of look back and. It didn't seem like that big of a deal till we get back and we run the guy's records, and then yeah. it comes up. He just got out of prison for homicide, right? So then it kind of hit me. I'm like, right. oh yeah, that was that was the real deal. That guy's actually killed so, somebody, and he was, right. you know, he had a big long uh, screwdriver. You know, so he was. Who would have put it in your head? Oh yeah, he would have because he yeah, knew yeah. he was going to go away for good at this point. Oh yeah, so, so he didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah he he would have killed one of us if he had. Right. Shot, no kidding. Then when and then you have to go back and there's a bunch of paperwork and legal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hours. <laughs> yeah, hours. Well, right now, like I, I teach at uh, the local police academy, do the defensive tactics, and um, the, the world's a little bit different. I, obviously, because you know, a lot of the police are r- really undertrained. Don't yeah. ha- don't you yeah, completely? They, suck. they they do, and uh, and the, and what Lack happens? Resources. <laughs> Lack, that's what I said. Right, yeah. right. So what happens is then these guys, um, they have the DA's office go in there, and they just. Blah, you know, these are all the 10 million things you can't do. So, we're training them how to just maybe get up off the ground if someone to tackle them or something. Yeah. Well, can I actually do this? Can I actually grab someone that way? All because they've scared them to death. And the reality is, they have to do whatever is necessary to survive and handle the situation, up and including, you know, yeah. Yeah, lethal the, force. Yeah, my, my field training officer at the time was amazed because uh, he's the experienced officer. I mean, right. I came from Rutgers, so I'd already been working for a while and I'd already been training. Right. But um, the guy who was out for homicide, I'm the one who scooped in and cuffed him. Right. And I had him tied up like a pretzel. I mean, <laughs> my my <laughs> FTO had like, no real street fighting experience. Right, right. Afterward, he's like, what the heck did you do to that guy? <laughs> so I, I had to kind of show my training officer. What to kind do? Kind of had to do some ground Isn't fighting. That, right. Isn't that I, fun? I like how you bring her in to bring some class to the show. The, so yeah, well, that's why she's here. <laughs> she corrects us. But, and she's ill. She's not firing at all cylinders. Because right what sucks is what lacks training. Well, well, it really <laughs> I was I was just thinking of I mean there's a real difference between they suck and they lack training because one of them you're putting agency onto them like like they have just they have just dropped the ball. The other one is that there's a resource that could be employed and yet it's not. The support right. that they need is not being given to them. Um and essentially what I've looked at in this objective reasonableness and I want to ask you Tom about this in a second. Um objective reasonableness, right? For for like what how much force to use. You know, I mean, I find that Everything seems to be kind of um, stacked up against the law enforcement officers who are out there in the field. Like almost like it's not like let's teach you how to deal with this situation. It's like let's teach you how to deal with situations so that you'll be judged appropriately later. Oh, absolutely. But we're not going to tell you exactly. We're not going to give you enough training to deal with it appropriately. Oh, the training sucks. Yeah, 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 it lacks. It, it, lacks. It, it, yes. What? Well, yes, exactly. There's, there's a, right. there's a so, great so, lack, a dearth of resources. Tom, in a the UK. A dearth of resources. Right. Tom, in the UK. Are the, exactly. The, the, the cops don't carry guns, right? Or just um, some, some do. So how, yeah, how does a cop get to carry a exactly. gun versus the ones who doesn't? Do you have any idea? Um... So there's a there's a unit of the police which is which is armed and and um, 
uh, that they would be protecting things like airports, train stations, sort of your likely terrorist things, yeah. and then and then and then um, that that would be your patrolling stuff, and then. Uh, I think they're called SO19, or they might not be anymore. And then they'd sort of send those guys in if they were doing a raid on something, on, a, on you know, a, a drugs bust or whatever it might be. So if something breaks out somewhere like a Johnny Max, and the cops have to come in to break the blaze up, <laughs> they ain't got no guns. Probably not, no. So, so are, are Almost they... definitely not. Because, I mean, the thing about the guns, it does escalate, right? It, it, it sure. creates a certain environment. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so if someone like is wielding a, a sword running down the street, An actually axe. there was there was exactly Broad that sword. scenario about a week ago oh, in the really? UK. A guy with two, um, you know, big old kitchen knives, and and uh, the police tasered him, and it was kind of highlighted as being a good example of where they they could have used lethal force and they didn't. Right. Um, Actually, if anyone, if if an officer discharges their weapon, they instantly go over here. They instantly go on leave a leave of absence where they sort of get the, the whole incident gets investigated, even if it was totally legitimate, you know, you, you, yeah, you shot do. a terrorist, you will be put on leave, pa- yeah, paid leave here. while they yeah. investigate it. Yeah. We, we have to, you know, same thing. If we shoot somebody here, we have to should not, he's not talking about well, discharging. doesn't mean you shot him necessarily. No, no. It's like a bullet was fired. Right. Full stop. Yeah. Whether you killed him or not, then. Yeah. If you missed, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get paid, you get paid while you're you get off paid. work. Yeah, you gotta go. Gotta go to the range and practice. <laughs> you get your shots not that good, buddy. What kind of guns do they have over there? Do you even um, know? You're a gun guy now. You're a pseudo Hector and gun guy. assault rifles, and then I, th- I think they use Glocks. It's a handguns. I'm, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on the handguns. Yeah. I just kind of look at it when I walk past them. That's all. Give me check out the hardware. Check out their <laughs> check. <laughs> Secretly resent and envy them right. for carrying <laughs> what you are supposedly. Which you can't get back. So, so after Mike, after you left, uh, going back after you left the the police because of whatever happened. And what? Why did you start never surrender? How did that come to be? I mean, uh, kind of fell into it. I have uh-huh. a teenage daughter, and um, no, there you go. One of her friends wanted some training. The mom asked me to show her daughter a few things. Gotcha. So you know, I was just showing the girl some some stuff and at the end the mom wanted to pay me and I was like no nah, you don't need to pay me for this and she was kind of insisting on paying and yeah. then from there it just kind of you know word of mouth started growing where then it just turned into business yeah, and, to, and, and you're focused on primarily it's just personal self defense it's uh, women's self defense what is it yeah I mean it's, we started just as women's assault prevention we go out and do rape prevention seminars mm-hmm. things like that um, then companies started contacting me uh about you know to get rid of employees, how do how do they deal with getting hostile people out of the workplace? Um, <laughs> you slap them in a chokehold and grab them out of there. Yeah. It's, then, not, it's not right. Or if, uh, like a lot of com- companies have contacted me asking to uh, they have you know employees who travel overseas, right? You know, different like just common sense street stuff that as I think most cops just know. Well, it should um, know. A lot yeah. of people just don't. I think you're giving a lot of credit. It. So we just go out yeah. there and uh, kind of teach them how you, how to handle yourself on the street. So uh, right. You know, you're not a target. Right. And the woman's self-defense. So what, what do they expect? You're, you, you've got well, – again, I'll let you explain. What's go- so you when know? they come to women's self-defense really? class, what, what – uh, Well, typically, what? like typical women's assault prevention seminar is typically a three-hour seminar. We start with like, yeah. a PowerPoint presentation. Um, Which you- covers what? Um, all the things that happen before anybody even touches you. That's what I was getting. There you go. Well, <laughs> it took a long time. It did take a long time to get there. I'm building you up, baby. A little notepad with a sign. Right, with the, because a, fr- a, fr- a friend of ours, uh, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Sachs, uh, you taught, you trained his daughter. Yes. And ironic, she just used something as well. Now, I don't even know if you know this. Or not, I do not but, know this. Yeah. But um, so that's the big thing. So you go to these self-defense clinics, whatever they might be, and a lot of these, you go on YouTube, you'll see, oh, do this and punch, poke the guy in the guy or, in the eye or do this or whatever. The reality is to, is is that prevention prior to anything happening and recognizing it, right? I mean, that's where you're spending a lot of your time, right? Yes, I am. Oh, she's writing notes here. Yeah, but, she's writing notes. Yes. Taking notes for you. Yeah, we, we teach. problem is a lot of young ladies feel like they need to be liked. Um, so they let guys get away with stuff. I don't have that problem. You don't have that problem? No. <laughs> Not at all. I, I use this term. It's a brave, independent, tough, confident hero. Uh, oh, I don't identify uh, with those either, so uh, sorry. So. Yeah. Okay, go on. So, 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 yeah, so, I need your help. Keep going. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so what about this brave, independent, tough? Well, when you 
Spell it out. Yeah, I. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I see. Young lady. I love that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm very used to that. But but that makes a big difference. I right. Mean, if a woman's willing to be a bitch, chances are a guy's we'll not going to mess with them. Right. I said, but so many young women are taught be nice to people, don't be nasty, and right. plus they want to be liked. They want to so, be liked, and they're more they're more likely to be assaulted by someone that comes with. They it's almost always down. yeah. Almost always they let their guard down, right? And we've talked about it uh, when you, when your uh, your gut instinct. Well, you know, something told me not to go in that room, but I you override it and you end up in that room and you end, you know whatever happens happens. So because so you need to listen to your gut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always. We always. tell people all the time if whatever that little voice is, a gut it's, feeling, never ignore it because right, it's, it's there for a reason. I don't know it's what it is. I don't care what it is. Right. But it's there for a reason. So you're telling so it. so when a, if a guy goes up to a. A girl, what like whatever? Whether he's making some kind of remarks, you're telling him to do what? I mean, they recognize just get out of there. Is there well, any- yeah. Oh, well, I mean, ideally, if the, if they can get out of there, get out of there. Right. Um, I mean, it could be yeah. on the street at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and yeah. then and even when we train guys, we tell, train guys, hey, if there's a bar fight about to break out, get out of there. Right. It's don't, no different for them. I mean, you right. Know, you, get, you know, there's no reason to stick around if if you can get out of there because you can get looped into the chaos of that fight. And uh, you I'm know, she's dying it. to say something. Well, you... no, I just wanted to ask. A, I, yeah. No, no, I didn't want you were pontificating, so I was going to wait a while. Uh, but no, I just wanted to ask you. But he never <laughs> stops. I never stopped pontificating. I know you're right. You, 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 you were right to to, to alert well, me. Be, so I was going to say that be, um, I was going to ask you what um, is the kind of like seemingly the most seemingly innocent situation that you find is the most dangerous. That's what, that's all I was wondering. Um, anytime a guy's trying to convince you, hey. Isolate you from the group. Mm. Ooh, you know, there you so go. Good. Things guys do. If like we're sitting here talking, there's like that normal distance we should be right. from each other. If I start stepping into your space, you need to call me out on it. Right. Don't take a step back because as soon as you take a step back, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the, I'm the alpha predator now because right. you're surrendering your space to me. And I'm just going to keep on pushing, pushing that envelope. Next thing you know, I'm going to be touching your arm. I'm going to make an inappropriate comment, say something suggestive. Mm. I'm going to see how far are you going to let me go before you stop me. And I tell women, shut it down early. You don't have to be nice to people. See, this is this is a real revelation because you see the thing is that I am I am like the expert of alpha behavior with dogs. With because dogs. I, we are dogs. No, 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 no I, well, I wasn't going to go I wasn't going to draw that, that conclusion, but you know, but I'm always like okay, okay, you know, we got to do this alpha thing, got to make sure that 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 my pup is in line, you know. But what you're describing it just like I see exactly what you're talking about, but I I never have connected it. Right. Never. Animals are animals. The animals yeah. are animals. So, so then, so Mike, what, just, sorry, can't just Impressive. add something. So, so just being devil's advocate, right? So yes, you know, I th- I think men don't like it when you know women are a a, a bitch to them, right? Um, and you know, could that ever like escalate things where actually it wasn't really, yeah. you know. It, it's difficult enough for a guy like myself to go and approach a nice single woman without them giving you that reaction. I mean, yeah, they're safe, but equally, if I was like a nutter, maybe I'd I'd wait for them outside and right. do something. I don't, I don't know. Right. Yeah, Just, I mean, yeah. you got to watch how how much of a bitch they are. I mean, they don't need to bite your head off right away, but they don't need to be. For, but they always know. do, Mike. They oh, always well. do. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you you're decent and you have something to offer. You know that right. like, women hate that. So, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, when you're being rejected, yeah, how do you handle it? I mean, do you do it eloquently, or do you? Well, I just go when back the last declines my... your invitation, yeah. when they I decline your rock, and then, she and says it so much nicer. My confidence is rebuilt. So, so do you do you, do you have to leave leave and cry or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best way of getting That's... it out. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> Do you find that pubs are a place where, like, I, I feel like there's a difference between bar culture here and pub culture. So I have a, this, this, just a question since we have a real live Brit here. I mean, not literally here. But anyway, so Tom. So, sorry. So Tom, um, at a pub, do you find that it's more of like a pickup scene clubby? Or do you see a difference between American bars and, like, the pub? I'm asking because I, I kind of similar, but like a, an old but... school pub would be like, uh, you know, an old school, an old school pub would probably be full of old men just having a pint. So yeah, you're not yeah. going to meet women there necessarily. See, like, it, Johnny's would be like a bit of a mix. Some of them are right. kind of cool. Well, no, I'm just uh, asking because 
when I first went to the UK and I went to the pub, I was like, wow, this is really great. People are just sitting around talking and having a pint. I mean, the alcohol content's very low, but they're sitting around having a pint. Um, and they're all, you know, and nobody's like hitting on anybody. They're just talking and discussing right. them. You're watching a soccer match. And so yeah, I was just, yeah, so, so I was just, I was just, you just, okay, well, I thought you guys were more civilized, but never no. mind. No. <laughs> so don't do you don't waste you... all your questions on me. Let's ask Mike. No. Yes, Mike, what, what pub well, do you I, go to? No. I, I, I got a question. So, Tom, do you prefer, and we'll go back, do you prefer the pub or do you prefer the, the nightclub? The pub. All the nightclubs are shutting down over here because they, they, they used to have like licensing laws that said the oh. pubs close at 11, so everyone would then go to the nightclub afterwards. Gotcha. And they, they've changed that, so all the, all the pubs and bars are open later so all the nightclubs are shutting down and getting turned into i don't know flats and things flats, like that gotcha. so, but how we got way off that topic of <laughs> yeah let's get back to <laughs> we're all over the place it doesn't matter so, so after you do all this stuff and then you you're given the, the awareness and the yes yeah, so we go stuff. over all that's right we're talking about the powerpoint aren't we right so yeah, yeah we should go over <laughs> over what we're discussing yeah we discuss all the things they could do to Lessen the likelihood that a guy's going to pick them. Right. If a guy does pick them, some things they could do to de-escalate it, remove themselves from it. Yeah. Um, that, that PowerPoint usually takes about an hour. It depends on how much they're talking to do. Then we get them up and uh, do a couple hours of hands-on training. Some like just simple stuff. stuff yeah. yeah. No like, fancy tricks. No biting, gouging. Right. No, no ninja skills. No, that's <laughs> the next week. <laughs> do you, do you yeah. find that some, some students are more receptive than others? Yeah, once they get out of college, they're much more receptive. They, <laughs> Is it's, that uh, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Young younger girls, they're they're much more timid. They don't want to. They're more eager to be liked. They don't want to be. Yeah, they don't want to hurt somebody. Mm. Seems like once they get out of the college age and they get a little life experience more under sure. them, yeah. they kind of realize, yeah, guys suck, and um, we'd be more than happy to rip their eyes out. Right, so. and now you did. Now you've. Now you've. I imagine you've had people come back and say, hey. Thanks yeah. because I so yeah. Like, yeah, actually we just had one um she was over in Europe traveling uh, overseas for the uh summer mm-hmm. and she wrote us a nice letter saying that she she uh thinks we saved her because wow. she had trained so much with us. She actually got it built into her reflexes and somebody slipped her something in her drink. She never wow. saw it happen. She doesn't know. She doesn't know if the guy had something in with the bartender right. or what, but something got in her drink and uh she became in, incapacitated. And the guy kidding. started to do something, and she just jammed her fingers into his eyes and started you know, biting at him. And wow! And uh, she was good for her. Yeah. So yeah. the guy took off, and then medics came out to whatever you guys call your medics over there. Um, yeah. Yeah. The medics came over to help her, and she was still so out of it. She actually beat up one of the paramedics. No kidding. But, but yeah. That's but then they uh, they kind of realized what was going on. They realized she was drugged and she was just in a panic state. Wow. But she wrote us a letter saying, yeah, she th- it was her last day. She went out to do some partying. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, somebody drugged her. So, That's yeah, amazing. Uh, it does happen. They yeah. say you don't leave your drinks, and if you have to leave, the, just get a new drink. Yeah, you know? but she's uh, she said she followed all those rules. She thinks, you know, she was a foreigner. She was from overseas right. somewhere, and she thinks it actually was the bartender that dropped it in the drink wow. for, for a friend of his that was at the bar. Amazing. That guy's so, wouldn't yeah. even consider that at whatever level. So that's it. so then now is that is that seminar different than let's say a rape prevention thing? That no, so, that's a typical rape prevention oh, it's seminar. A sample. Yeah, that's like the uh, you know, typical one. The women's assault prevention. But we seminar. customize them. If, you know, if somebody yeah. contacts us, say, "Hey, we want this." You know, right. We'll put together whatever you know whatever it is they want and do a uh, right, PowerPoint right. just for that. Right, because I, I I had the unfortunate circumstance of witnessing someone else do something like this recently. Um, I, I, you know, training uh, saw women self defense thing, and it was pathetic. Oh yeah, I didn't uh, want to tell them. It, it was it was absolutely one of the. Worst. I mean, what they were showing them was it was terrible. There was none of what you had just discussed. The techniques that were way too advanced because you know when we're doing anything, whether it's a joint lock or a punch, or whatever. Man, that takes time and years and effort. You cannot. And I've said to 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 Alana, who trains quite hard, and she hits real hard and stuff like that. But you know. If I'm that big, bad assault, I'm 225 pounds, and if I was coming to assault her, her best punch to my face might not do anything. Oh, yeah. A punch to the throat or to the eyes might be, but the punch to my face might not matter. We could tell. I mean, look at your face. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that before. (laughs) That's why he's on radio. (laughs) (laughs) We're live in the studio. Thank you. See, she says, I'm quite handsome, Tom. (laughs) Uh, I told you know, I shared that story with you about that what that one girl. Yeah, you did. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. You 
That's why I was trying to. Yeah, your face you, is you know? not that bad. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, you're saying. I mean, could you like imagine though, like, okay, well, you've you know, teaching them like a rear naked choke. Or like, how, how about how about like a situation where you know, if you were a seminar leader, you're like, okay, I'm going to teach you guys the arm bar now. Can you imagine that? That you know, you, uh, I've, in seen, a prevention, I've seen instructors try and teach that. It, it's. it's like, I tell them in a, in a short seminar, you're going to get biting and gouging. Yeah, that's, no, that's what's going to be your animal instinct. That's what's right. effective. Yeah. That's, that's effective. what works. So I'm just asking if exactly. I was asking if people actually do attempt to do like, okay, ladies, here's an arm bar. You know, it's like, do you feel that? Do you feel that? You know. Oh, yeah, you, you, you see a lot of classes like that where people just really? teach stuff that's just so – it looks cool, but in a panic situation, it's not hardwired into them, right. so yeah. they're not going to do it. Yeah, effective is way better than looking at I'm looking at some of your stuff here. At your, so we, what we were just discussing nice. a lot, is that the survivor's mindset? What is that? Oh, yeah, that's um, that's Shit. the kind of thing saying, I'm going home tonight. No matter what happens, oh, I'm going I got home. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you know, it's a hard thing people don't think about. You know, it's – yeah, you have to be willing to do anything you need to do right. to go home that night. So if it's picking up a pen and sticking it in his throat, you stick a pen in his throat. Right. There's actually, you know, uh, I, you, I'm sure you could speak to that about not going to crime scene number two. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if somebody's trying to relocate you, you, you never you never go wherever they're trying to drag right. you because it's not going to be a better thing. There's something about the spot you're in that they don't like. So you want to stay in that spot. Because Can you give an example? Um, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> more He's going to put you in the basement and like pets the if dog and up, rub baby oil on yourself. If I come up and hey, grab you. you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, just put, cut hey, out the baby wait, oil. Wait, wait. Where did he put the baby oil? I have no idea where that came in. Jim, that says more about you than anybody. Hey. Anyway, okay. Okay, go on, please. Um, <laughs> if I come up Hi. and grab you and tell you, come with me or I'm going to kill you. That's relocation. Exactly. But I, That's I, relocation. I was thinking of more subtle fight, approaches, nah, nah. like, hey, do you want to change seats? And you know, I was nah, just nah, nah. Like, like typical, yeah, was we're, like we're at a party, it's very loud, so I try and say, hey, you know what, I can't hear you really, why don't you come over here so you can okay. hear me? Okay. So me trying to lure you away from the crowd because it's okay. too noisy right. or, yeah. you know, if any, anything I'm trying to do to pull you out of the yeah. group. See, I figured that the women would not fall for the Hannibal Lecter approach, so I was asking about more subtle Or if I come in and say, hey, yeah. I think I just bumped into your car in a parking lot, can you come out and look at it? Yeah. Right. There's a reason I'm drawing you right. Can you Right. Can we hear and look? You're right. Come yeah. quick. Here's or, a piece. Or if I actually, you know, if I see you at a stoplight, I tap into the back of your car. Yeah, just to, Don't get out. Right. That's another Lock way. You, and, right. you know, put your hazards on and drive to, you know, call 911, you know, whatever. Right. And, uh, you know, drive to a safe location. Huh. And, and, and you're, when you're in there, you're teaching them the, the conflict avoidance. Like when there's an argument, are you going to de-escalate that and get out of there? Or? Yeah. A lot of it's just, uh, you know, the biggest thing is get out. Don't think you, you have to stay someplace. It's a, it's a hard thing because, uh, you know, some people are like, well, I have every right to be here. Well, yeah, you do have every right to be there, but does, it doesn't mean you should be there. Right, you know, right. It, it's, sure. you know, it's, you know, Jim and I, you know, we, we can handle ourselves pretty well, but there's a lot of times I just choose to leave someplace. If right. I see there's trouble, I'm like, I'm not sticking around here. Right. It's, it's nothing good's going to come of it. No, nothing, so. nothing at all. And there's no right. You, if you can walk around it and get away yep. from it, it's what absolutely should do. See, he's got notes over there. He's pulling it off my. I, I well, know it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, look, I'm I, scared I, with him about. I that, am but prepared worry. as usual, Thomas. Richard, <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. What What are the effects of fight or flight? Um, well, the big thing most people are aware of is tunnel vision, where everything right in front of you becomes super focused. Everything in your periphery kind of just comes foggy, or you right, don't, yeah. don't notice it at all. Um, Auditory exclusions, a lot of things people don't realize. I've been at places where shots have been fired, yeah. and people swear they never heard a gunshot. Well, I got it you. just, you know, your, your hearing shuts off. Um, uh, time distortion, where everything starts moving in slow motion because you mm -hmm. get that dump of adrenaline, so you're, you, know, you process right. information so fast that everything seems to slow down. Right. Um, you, know, you lose fine motor control. Stupid little things like getting your keys out, sticking your car keys in the ignition or at the door. Under right. high stress, right? You know, you're not going to be able to do that stuff. Um, no. you know, you, you, people talk about extreme strength. You know, when, when you get that <laughs> adrenaline dump, and yeah. then at the end of it, you get the, that people don't think about is the extreme weakness. Oh, yeah. Once it's done and your adrenaline's gone, your legs turn to rubber and you're going to drop right. right there on the ground. I've so heard that. We kind of teach them. You've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have never experienced it, but I, I've heard it. All right. So and then, like here, Tom, you can't have pepper spray in the UK, no? Um. 
gangs carry it. There's been a lot of acid attacks in London recently, yeah. like gangs on mopeds, and they, 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 they steal other people's bikes and that kind of thing. Um, acid attacks? Uh, you, using acid. Pe- pepper stra- spray as a, as a defense mechanism, not, I'm not sure whether you can carry it legally. Um, but I, I've, I've been in nightclubs in London where people have let it off and everyone has to right. like run right. out. But it, right. used to, it used to be the gangs used to carry it quite a lot. Gangs? I never heard of it. No gangs are carrying pepper spray in the U.S. <laughs> no. no. I've got a pepper spray. Stand back. <laughs> Give me your shoes. Well, it's basically if, if things went a bit crazy no, on like the, the, the dance I, floor of a nightclub, right. just let it off. Which, right. by the, years ago when I was working at that club at City Gardens, <clears throat> a lifetime ago, and I even remember the kid's name. His name was Alex. And um, so what happened was, he, I forget, he was a regular at the club. The club is packed. There's a 1,000 people in there, a big, gigantic mosh pit, hundreds of people on the mosh pit floor. And this kid, uh, I forget, I don't remember why I had to ask him to leave, but he was being a real uh, pain in the ass. So what happened was, I'm having words with him, and he reaches back and he pulls out a pepper spray and puts it like right to my face. And as he does that, I lean to the side and I slap the shit out of his hand. The pepper spray goes flipping end over end. It locked while it was on. Right, it goes flying like 20 feet through there. We had a big, gigantic ventilating, uh, v- ventilation system, and the whole entire club had to be emptied out. A thousand people had to go out. Now, when I slapped it the fuck out of his hand, and I, I, I had, what'd you call it? Tunnel vision? There you go. I had tunnel vision. I just said, I didn't choose to de-escalate the situation. Like, I'm going to kill you. And he was a little Asian guy, fast as shit, much faster than I. I ran after him. He's like, right, right through the crowd. I couldn't catch. Good thing I didn't catch him. Did your Princeton uh, guy take his panties? No. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, but I didn't catch him. But that was one of my pepper spray That's stories, which I, I imagine if he just shot me in the face with it, since it cleared out the club through the ventilation, it would have probably messed me up pretty good. Yeah, but, we have to get shot with it to carry it. So it's, you get yeah. used to it. Right, right. Imp- improvised weapons. What are improvised weapons? Anything you can grab a hold of. Or a rubber band. There you go. There you go. Use yeah. a rubber band on Rubber me. band. Either yeah. something you can u- pick up and hit them with or something yeah. you can knock them into. Whatever. It doesn't whatever, matter. Whatever it is. Anything so you cover. Them. So when you're doing that, you're covering them how to use a pen or how to use a newspaper or a book or yep, whatever it water, is. What, whatever. whatever's, yeah, whatever's convenient. And you yeah, got to be able to. Yeah, right. You got to be thinking about that. That's kind of because I think about it all the time. But I guess others might not think, hey, this could be a weapon. I could yeah, just bonk someone to, on that, right? Can I tell them when you walk into your room, start looking around. Where are the weapons? What, what could I pick up right now and hit somebody with? And bonk them on the head with, right? Mostly. Mike, that, that's the term aside, I aside from guns and knives, what, what would be your sort of advocated legal carries? What, what would you, you uh, recommend? Over here, we, we, I sell a ton of pepper or Actually, I, I sell pepper gel. I have pepper spray and pepper gel. What's the difference? I prefer, well, pepper spray is what you just said with the club. Yeah. How, how you evacuate the entire club? Yeah. If it was a pepper gel, it's it's thick. It's almost like dish detergent. So wow. it just affects what it hits. I see. So I could sit here and I could shoot you right yeah, in the face, right. and Jim could sit there and not be bothered. We could just That's spray. Very nice. That's very we nice. We can continue That's the nice. show. <laughs> 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 we wouldn't have to empty the well, studio. Well, you know, this is good. You're getting me back, but not even realizing it because I was just about to ask if you have to like apply the gel kindly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you get your back all the way. You know. Like a sunburn. So, so you've been sprayed, no, right? Okay. Yeah, I've sprayed a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Both in order to carry it as cops, we have to get a shot right in the face with it. Why and do you then, suppose that is? Why? Because on the street when we're fighting, we get hit with it. Yeah, yeah. Like we used to have some pretty good clubs. Like so, why don't they then in the academy let me punch you in the face? I don't know. You because you might get punched that. in the face in the street. Yeah, I don't know. I want to just. I think it's just funny as hell or to watch shot. somebody get shot. With pepper spray. <laughs> I think that's why we do it because it's funny as hell to it watch is. somebody get shot. Oh, they're drooling snot. Yeah. everything. Ah, I think that's die. the real reason we do it. We say but, we do it for training, but no, I think it, we just do it because right. it's funny to shoot the new guy. Right, it is. So. One of the things they do in class now, I do multiple points. I put three boxers in the ring and two against one, and they go at it. Oh, it's 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 great. Oh, yeah. And then Jim Sachs goes, I just do it for my entertainment. <laughs> I'm like Caesar, like, my hands up in there, down with them. You know? <laughs> it's awesome. And then we've had as many as five or six guys in there just fighting. Sachs and, and I are having a good gun debate right now. On oh, I know. Oh. oh, I would love <laughs> to. No, no, you're not. No, no. we don't want to go there, no. But yeah, I know he said he goes. He it's, uh, mm. said he didn't. He saw you. He, he didn't think that you liked what he said about whatever. Oh, no, I'm, tor- I'm just doing it to torque him up. I, I know you are. Right? 
Um, edge, edge weapons defense, you're just doing regular knife stuff, whatever, whether it's a tactical folder or a kitchen knife or whatever, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, and I tell them, edged weapon is anything. I mean, I had somebody smash a window and try to stab me with the glass one night. Wow. So it's, it's whatever it is, you know, anything that can cut you. Wow. The way they just grab it in their hand. They oh, they were nuts. They, yeah. they, they smashed the window, slit their wrist, and charged wow. at me with it. So. And what'd you do? I kicked them. <laughs> and what kind of kick was it? Actually, luckily, I was uh, standing in the doorway, so I just grabbed the hold of the door jam. Yeah. And it was just a front thrust kick into the sternum. That's the Spartan kick. Uh, the Spartan kick. The yeah, Spartan kick. But this luckily, is Sparta. Because, because I could grab the door jam, I knew I could get away with it. Right. That's it, it was a hell of It sent them Sim- launching back. Simplest kick in I, the world. This is amazing because we're talking about this, and at the same time, we have somebody who's really dedicating themselves to Filipino martial arts over um, – that's you, Tom. Yeah, 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 Which evolved right Pointing from... on radio doesn't work well. <laughs> well, no, but he's, he's right. Well, I wasn't doing it for your benefit. No. I, I, but, Tom, Tom, can you see me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, yeah, you, yeah. See, we, can you see we, this? We, see that? <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, see? Hey, so, this is a PG show. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's the radio. That's right. So, anyway. Um, so, on the thing, too, then, that you're doing multiple. Because, be by the way, with multiple, the next is, sorry, multiple attackers. Um, just recently, um, one of my students, uh, younger brothers, was attacked in, in, in a town near from here. And it was over a parking spot, by the way. So uh, uh, they were trying to leave a place. This guy parked behind them. They asked, um, hey, could you move your car? They had words. Uh, the, the one guy said, I'll move the car when I'm fucking ready. But, and, it, and it went at it. All of a sudden, uh, a melee broke out. This one guy went and got five or six other guys. They beat my student's brother into a coma, right? So the the kid was in a coma for days. Um, mm. They actually didn't even find who where he was because it was a bunch of their friends. They all scattered. They had to go back and look for him, and they found him. You know, an hour or so later in the bushes, uh, the guy stabbed him, hit him maybe twenty times with the bat. So these motherfuckers got caught. Right, one one guy fled to Georgia. PG. Right, yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm saying because it's kind of personal to me, and, and I hope these guys get a lot of time and some big boyfriends when they end up in jail. Um, but uh, anyway, they got caught. That's where the baby oil. Comes That's right, the baby yeah, oil. Right, right. So, um, but these guys. So multi, when you talk about multiple, like, I don't care how you you have to be able to handle multiple opponents. And the and thought process is getting the hell out of there and not stand there and engaging in the fight. Um, he was in a very unique situation, but sometimes it will visit you. I think it's 60 or 70% of the time. It's multiple opponents and weapons, at least here in the U.S. So you got to have a wide variety of techniques, thought processes to make that stuff happen because this has happened like three weeks ago. You don't even know this. Daddy Michelle was being. Yeah, you told me about oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so those guys got captured. Uh, I think they're going to be up on attempted murder or something like that, whatever that charge would be, you know. Beating someone in the back can never be good. The kid is out of the coma now and doing better. But look, he's pretty messed up for a long, long time from mm. this thing. Over nothing. Over Ridiculous. over a yeah. parking spot. Yeah. How yeah. Did, but that's sometimes. And when you talk with DS, all of a sudden you have that words with that guy. You've got to make that decision. Hey man, do I tell that guy to go f himself or do I just kind of try to be cool and lay back? Because you don't know. I'm sure at that point in time when they had words, they had no idea that this guy was that disconnected and capable of getting some other other guys even more disconnected come back with bats, you know, yeah. and, and knives. It was crazy. But anyway, so <laughs> off the soapbox. So you're doing multiple opponent stuff, I guess, the same time, just to get out of there and survive, right? I mean, yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that was well, a good well, There we go. Well, 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 you <laughs> I don't want to knock you off your soapbox. I, know, I, was, I was actually like, wow, he's, he's doing his professional soliloquizing. Isn't that great? It's yeah, right. It's soliloquizing. It's great so to yes, see So, yes, we, we do deal with multiple opponents. Right. And, well, yeah. what advice would you give? Like, so, so I'm, I'm hanging out at, I don't know, at a club, which I would never do because I'm no. not that cool. But no. so we're assuming I am. And um, say, you know, I'm out in the parking lot because I'm stupid enough to have gotten isolated. And there are three guys. Um, how, how, what would you say other than, you know, I mean. Run. Run right away. That's a good. Get out of there. I mean, that I mean, is my just, first option is well, run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's the best option. If I'm facing three guys, I'm going to run. That's what I would imagine that's the best option. So I was just wondering, like, how, how, to, how to create, like, how to kind of present to people those scenarios so that they can survive. Well, that's kind of what I tell people. I mean, yeah. people are shocked. I mean, Jim and I have been training in this for years and years, and yeah. 
And people say, well, what do you, if you're facing this many people, you, I'm going to leave. I mean, right. I don't care how good you are. Right. There's a certain mountain you're not going to be able to climb no matter what it is. No I matter mean, what. And I mean, plus, I, I carry my gun with me, like, everywhere. You know, and uh, <laughs> still, I would still, like, disengage and get out of there. I mean, right. even yeah. though I can... Because no. it brings it right. right, right. Yeah, no, just, I don't need the aggravation. Do you think people have been like watching Daredevil or something? And they're like, no, that guy's blind and he's like really good. <laughs> so I could totally hardly, him. hardly, yeah. right? And then of course in your self defense stuff, you're doing the eye attacks, the groin, you know, attacks and all that stuff, which obviously are easier targets. Yeah, or it takes very little it, training and very little training. And that's the key, right? It, it doesn't take strength right. to stick your finger in someone's eye. No, and it hurts really bad. So. Uh, <laughs> but the groin's just just dis- well. The out. groin is a tough attack. You know, have you yeah, ever been it's hit? Not the- nearly as big as guys tell you. No, <laughs> not at all. But here, right? There have been times uh, with uh, fighting not been where I, I have I have taken <laughs> I've taken a complete kick right to the groin, and uh, I could tell switch leads on, on, on a fighter, and they they came and they kicked me. I, I saw the kick. Hit me. I took air. I'm in the air waiting for this tidal wave of pain to uh, f- uh, hit me. And I hit the ground and nothing happened. I was like, wow, I just took that right on the chin, so to speak. So on another note, I'm, this is the God's honest truth. I'm putting on my pants today. I do it one leg at a time like yeah, everyone else. And everything. As I'm pulling <laughs> I, as I'm pulling up my pants, my belt buckle comes flying up, nicks me on the cheek, so to speak, and I'm taking knee. How does this happen? So the the the, the balls are a funny thing. You know, and we all stood by and wonder, wonder as, what? As, as 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 you know, excessive detail was yeah. redefined by it Jim. It was McCann. redefined. So you can get a nice visual. Of the boys. Oh, uh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. That, that's By the way, so Mike, if people, right, if people are trying to find you, uh, your website? Uh, NeverSurrenderSelfDefense.com or DropHim.com. DropHim.com, NeverSurrenderSelf. So you're available for seminars 24-7, 365, all over the planet, I guess. 24-7. Right? Yeah, if the price is right, If the price is right, he will do it anywhere. Uh, do you have Christmas packages? He does not. Not those kind <laughs> either, by the They're way. Holiday <laughs> packages now. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, right, right. Insensitivity. Uh, oh, Mike. Look, Mike stepped in on, uh, and I appreciate it. I, I get to see Mike. As a matter of fact, we've even bounced together uh, at, at uh, yeah, for, uh, temporarily at a, a little place that needed a little uh, help, like Roadhouse, like the movie Roadhouse. We were there. Cleaned all, out, the, cleaned all, out, the, all out of bubble gum. Right, right, yeah, right. So, uh, but anyway, Mike had stepped in, and uh, he, he's uh, a phenomenal martial artist. If you want to get a hold of him, find him at neversurrenderselfdefense.com dot com or drophim dot com. You can get a hold of me at primaljimnj dot com uh, or on Facebook. Uh, stay tuned for primal promotions, all our fights, all the new stuff. We'll be in the new location within. About a week, the week after Thanksgiving. Tom, people want to get a hold of your guys. It's JKD London. That's right, yeah. And yeah. rapidarnis.com. Correct. Anything else you have to promote, Tom? No. I have to say, <laughs> PSENG needs to get in touch with Jim McCann. Right. Now we know how they can do it. They this can, has been the problem the right. whole time. Matter of fact, because <laughs> I, I uh, need to call them because those – Guys did not call me back. You had to wind them up again. I swear to God, oh these dudes, dude, this is two days in a row. This is eight hours of having someone sit there waiting for them to put on the goddamn electricity, and and they're just going, "Oh well, so back." Holy shit! If they, <laughs> if they're they're a one man show. You can't go anywhere else. Okay, po- pepper spray, cool, but PSENG motherfuckers, not, not so cool. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And you can't even you can't even what's out. the word uh. Boycott them. You can't boycott them because then I can boycott them. I'll be sitting in the cold. You can't retaliate. You I cannot retaliate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to see therapy. No, and No double redundancy. All right, guys. We'll be back. Another great show. Peace out. You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, 
Please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.